0: Gemara Eruvin has been sponsored by Mr. Isaac Jamal and his wife Celia for their success, for their children's success, health, happiness. Beracha, Daf He. Today's daf is being studied. In honor of Mr. Jack and Marilyn Shehabad, dedicated by their son, Mr. Isaac Shehabad. Hashem Alehem Yichyu. Amen. Today's daf is being studied by Elun Shmat, Hacham Baruch Le'fael Ben Miriam, and Avraham Ben Esther. Ruach Hashem Tneichem Begin Aiden. Amen. We are starting on Semech Daled Amud Sheni. On the last line starting with Amar Amarabshesat Mishum Rabbi El Hazar Ben Hazaria Yakol Ani Liftor Et Kol HaOlam Kulo Miyom Shehara Betamigdash. The Rabbi said that he is able to exempt the entire world from the day of judgment for their sins from the time the Beth HaMakdash was destroyed Please take all the Jews from the time that the second Beth HaMakdash was destroyed take all their sins that they all committed, The Mir azah says, I have a claim that I can exonerate them from Midat al-Din. How? Shne'emar, because the Prophet says in Yeshayahu Lachen, zot velo the Prophet says, listen to me, you impoverished one, and the one that is drunk and not from wine. Which means the Prophet is calling the Jewish people as if they are in a state of drunkenness. So what do you see from here? Because all the tsan that they had from the galut, and all the problems that they had, so therefore the Nabi as if is telling them, you're not responsible for what you did. You're like you're drunk. So he says, based on this pasuk, I can go in front of Boriah and say, what do you want? I can just punish them. The Navi calls them drunk. Shikor is patur. So the Gemara says, wait, that's not so. We have a question from a Shikur, Shikor, a person that is drunk, he is not considered a shote. He's not considered as if he is out of his mind. And therefore, mikho mekah. If he makes a kenyan on something, he purchases something. The sale is a sale. If he sells something, the sale is a sale. If he commits a sin that's punishable by death, you kill him. Malkut. If he commits a sin that's punishable by Malkut, Malkin oto, and you give him Malkut as well. What's the basic rule? Hareu kepikaya but his bottom line, he is considered like a piqueach, meaning he's a regular guy. Ela tefilah. The only thing that he is exempt from is tefilah, because tefilah needs kavanah. So therefore, uh, when you drink, even if you eat of wine, it's very hard to have kavanah. But what do you see over here? That a shikor is responsible for his sins. So how can the Hazar say, I could put there the whole world. How could you put there the whole world? ad even though the be called them a shikor They're still going to be Hayab for their sins Kabbalah says Ma Liftor. What does it mean when He said I could poter them The name, That he said "Middin tefillah What he meant to say is I could exonerate them For all the people That do not have kavanah and tefillah When they pray I have an answer for God I can say the shikor and at least we know that if she could, his tefillah, is patur because he cannot have kavanah. So therefore he's saying I can get them off the hook at least regarding that. Comes <laughs> <Kabbalah> says, Hanina Lo Shanu. That which we just said, that a drunkard is responsible for his actions. <laughs> so as long as he didn't get to the drunkenness state of Lot. Lot got so drunk that he ended up sleeping with his daughters. And didn't even know what he did. says, so that's already... And then already, if you reach that level of drunkenness, then you're ready already definitely considered a shoteh. And therefore your sale is not a sale, your purchase is not a purchase, so you're not going to be hayab mitah or malkut for the sins that you did. And the Geburah continues, Hanina... What does this mean over here? Anybody that bypasses from himself the obligation of prayer. Which means, he passes over it. He does not pray. He bypasses, again. Tefillah is called, again, because the first barakhan, the Amidah, is, again, Abraham. So for short, they call Tefillah, again. So, anybody that bypasses Tefillah, at a time that his, uh, he is drunk, meaning the wine is causing him to be ge'er. So it's, again, it's talking about a person who is not praying because he is drunk. So green sarot So shamayim, they refrain troubles from coming to him. I mean, it's a good thing. Because why? Uh, it's not respectful to pray when you're drunk. So at least the guy's doing the right thing. We're not saying whether he should have got drunken or not. But now that he's drunk and he doesn't pray, Borei Olam gives him a reward for that, meaning, God will stop Sarot from coming from. Shnei ima'ad, Ga'ava afike maginim, which means, Ga'ava is talking about the shikor, afike maginim, that bypasses, prayers, Meginim is plural for Magin. He bypasses from praying. What's his reward? Sagur Chotam, Sar, which means they close and seal Sarot, troubles from coming to him. So therefore you see, that is a good thing. That's the opinion of the So the Gemara I just wants to ask, apik how do we know that the word apik or Mefit means to bypass? Meaning to pass uh, over not do. So the Gemara says, Because we have another pasuk in that says, Iov says regarding to his friends that were not there for him when he got into trouble, when he got sick. He says, my brothers, they rebelled against me like a river. Nehalim ya'avodu. A river usually gets very moist and wet from the winter snow. But in the summer, what happens? The sun comes and dries it up. So, what do they call a river that's dried? Kaafik, like the area that the water was bypassed, that went away. Nahalim of the waters. they left me like the waters leave the nahal. But you see, the word kaafik is to bypass, to to, to leave. So, therefore. Um, he proved that, uh, that's what it means when it says uh, in the Pasukah, Ga'ava afike magineen. That's the first Pasukah in the Yoga. Ga'ava, the drunkard man, afike that bypasses prayer, his reward will be, Sagar sagur hotam sar. They will seal and close troubles from coming to him. That's the way Rabbi Haina learned. Now the brings a different text. Rabbi Yohanan Amar, Kol sheeno mefik itmar. Instead of reading it, kol mefik magen, he had the statement, kol she'enu mefik. And he learns the word mefik to mean, to express. So therefore, it's saying the same thing, but he's learning the word mefik differently. Meaning, he's reading like this, anybody that does not mefik, meaning anybody that does not express tefillah when he's drunk... So they will reward him that they will stop troubles from coming to him. So now comes the Gemara says, "Meim From where do we learn the high mafik Lishna de geluyehu? Now, how do you know that the word mafik, according to the Yohanan is a word to express? So the Gemara says, "Dichti," because we have by Kiriat Yamsuf, pasuk in it says, afik emaim, va'ygalu and it was revealed, the channels of water, and it was revealed, the foundations of the earth. So you see the word afik is being used in a scenario when the sea split. It says, the channels of the water were revealed. So afik, it's using it in the context of revealed, or being expressed. So therefore, he learned koshe'ino so, therefore, anybody that does not express <coughs> tefillah when he's drunk, he gets rewarded. Now, how is Rabbi Yohanan going to learn the pasuk in Iyov? Mm-hmm. Now, we've got to go back to the pasuk in Iyov. So, he learns the pasuk like this. Gaava afike maginim sagur. He puts the word sagur in the first half of the pasuk. Meaning, gaava, the drunk man... Afike maginim, that expresses his tefillah sagur, meaning he's quiet, he closes his mouth, the reward will be hotam sar. He will, reward will be that they will seal the troubles from coming to him. So therefore, he'll learn the pasuk a little differently. But the same concept comes out. So that's what I was going to ask now. What is the difference? Mechdi, (laughs) Keda'e, Mashma, Ben-Nemor, Ben-Nemor. Which means we have Pesukim that basically prove the word Afik according to each rabbi. One rabbi proves that afik means to bypass. Another rabbi learns afik to mean to express. So basically, they both have pesukim. My benayu. So then, what is indeed the difference between them? Yes, the difference is going to be the opinion of rav sheshat. Now, if you remember, well, actually, we're going to say now a story of Rab sheshat. What was the story of rav sheshat? sheshat masar shinte Shishat, if he would drink a certain amount of wine, he would tell his shamosh, please uh, leave me alone, let me sleep a little. And when the time of tefillah comes, wake me up. Which means he was concerned that he might not wake up on his own. And he might miss the tefillah. So he would say uh, to the Shamosh, uh, make sure that you uh, wake me up. <coughs> yeah, he drank wine. sleep, you end up, it goes Oh, so that, it goes away. That's very good. So that's why, but the Hadush over here is, he said, even if I can't wake up on my own, okay. you wake me up. And then he felt, once he wakes up, even by the Shamosh, he's considered, he's considered uh, clean again. Meaning, he's, the wine is dissipated. Right. So the Gemara says, More eat, lead, Rabbi Yohanan holds of Rav Sheshat That what? That sleeping is going to dissipate the wine Even if you can't wake up on your own Even if you have to be woken up by somebody else And therefore, you're really not going to miss the tefillah Meaning a shikor is not going to bypass the tefillah Right, he didn't learn the pasud by- Bypass means you're going to miss it According to Rabbi Yohanan, he holds like Sheshat That you can go to sleep for a little while let the shamosh wake you up And therefore you'll pray at that point And that fits with the Yohanan Which means for anybody that doesn't utter Or express the tefillah Not bypass it You just don't express it while you're drunk But you'll say it later However, according to the other rabbi of Hanina, Mor late Sheshat that said no He learned the word apikas To bypass It sounds like you're going to miss it Meaning Because if you go to sleep and you can't wake up on your own, then already it's not going to help if somebody wakes you up. Because he holds you have to be dissipated enough where you wake up on your own. So therefore, that's why I use the Lashon, if you're going to bypass it, because once you're drunk, you're going to go to sleep, you're going to miss it, because you're not going to wake up. So therefore, the Naf is, <clears throat> to what level is considered dissipation? According to Rabbi Hanan, even if you go to sleep a little, and somebody else has to wake you up, it's okay. You can pray. no. If you cannot wake up on your own and you need to be woken up by somebody else, then already that's not considered able to pray. Right? Because obviously, in your joint still you can't wake up. You need somebody else to wake up. All of that is not good. Comes the Gemara and says, if a person is not settled If his mind is not settled So then already he cannot pray Because he's not going to have the proper kavanah Like the pasuk says <coughs> Now uh, she cannot find this pasuk incidentally That's why we don't really know where this pasuk is uh, found Anyway it does say A person that finds himself in sarah, He's in trouble He should not give a pesak why? Because your mind needs to be clear no. to give a psaqa So, so too in tefillah. Your mind needs to be clear when you're praying. So, they're learning from the dean of Basar al-Yureh. They're learning the same thing for tefillah. No. On the day that he got angry, no matzleh. He couldn't pray. Why? Because the caste, the anger caused him to lose his peace of mind. Therefore, he cannot have Kavanah. Amar, and he called in the Pasuk, Basar al-Yorekitib. He said, listen, I'm basing my uh, actions on the Pasuk that says, when one is in uh, Tsar, he's in trouble, meaning he's in anguish, he cannot give psycha uh, lakha. So too, he cannot pray. He comes to the Amoran and shuta On a day that the southerly wind used to blow, that's a very, very uh, harmful wind. afik lebedina. He would not go to the court that day to give dinim. Because he felt that uh, he would not have peace of mind because of the southerly wind. Amar When you give psa you need peace of mind or clarity of mind. Kiyoma Like a clear day that the northerly wind blows. Meaning the northerly wind is, uh, is, is, is a blessing. Now, she says, When the northerly wind blows, It's a nice sunny day. It's very pleasant for everybody. It says, Why do the Jewish people in the Midbar yes. take a brief <coughs> Because the northerly wind did not blow during the time of the midbar. And therefore they would not be able to take midbar because they would not be able to heal properly. So you see the northerly wind is beneficial. Comes the Gemara and continues, Amar Abayeh, <coughs> Abaye says, If my nurse would tell me, Abaye was a yatom, he didn't have a mother. So the Gemara says, Abaye says, if my, mother, if my nurse would have told me, karev meaning, pass Kutach is yogurt. Meaning, if I'm in the middle of my learning, and I even get the slightest interruption. If my nurse would tell me, just pass me the kutach, I wouldn't be able to. I lose my concentration. So they're trying to show you that when you're learning, you need to have total concentration and clarity of mind, <clears throat> and even the smallest uh, distraction is able to you lose your uh, you lose your trend. Amarava I stan kina lotenai. If a lice or a louse would bite me, then already I would not be able to learn like I'm supposed to. In that little distraction already, I would lose my uh, concentration. Mor <clears throat> <clears> beredir <throat> Imran says, regarding mor beredir avina, avda le'imeh mane le sheva'ayumeh. His mother made him seven changes of clothes for seven days. So he can change his clothes every day. Why? Because when you don't change your clothes, the lice come and the lice bite you. And therefore, in order that he should have concentration in his learning without hip his mother made him seven changes of clothes in order that he should have no interruption. Comes Gemara continues, Amar of Yehuda. Lo The night was only created in order to sleep. Now, four explains. We're talking about the summer months that are very short at night because it gets dark very late so it's the summer nights they are made for sleeping because there's really uh, not enough time for let's say Limud Torah says Amar Lo Evresi Hara he says no he says the night meaning the moon the moonlight in the night it was only created what? for learning, which means you're supposed to continue your learning from the day into the night. So they once told Rabbi Zerah, They said, you know, your halachot and your Hindushim, they're very precise. Exactly. He said, these Hindushim I learned during the day, when I was fresh, and therefore not when I was uh, tired at night, so they don't come out clear. Therefore, he says the studying in the day gives a person sharpness. Amra <laughs> leberate. The daughter of Rav Chazda told Rav Chazda, "Doesn't my master want to sleep a little?" So Rav Chazda answers <laughs> back, "Hashda, meaning soon after I die, atu yome da'ariche bekatine." There's going to come days that are very long for me to sleep and very short to study Torah and do the mitzvot And I can sleep over there a lot He's saying, I'll oh, sleep in the kever What am I going to sleep now for? Now's the time to do avodah. She's saying, In this world, you do the mitzvot and you study The next one, you get the reward She says, don't worry, I'll have a long time to sleep when I get over there <coughs> Amar of Nahman bar Yitzhak said Anan po'ale dimame anan he said, us, the people that study Torah, we're day workers. Which means, P'ale we, 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 we work by the day. That's the main time to learn Torah. And the Gabriel then says, Abba Habar Yaakov, Yazif, Upara. Abba Habar Yaakov had a custom. He used to learn a certain amount every day. But when he could not learn in the day, because he was tarud with his pannasa, so therefore, he would have to make it up at night. So Yazif, he would borrow from his learning in the day, upara, he would pay it back at night. So every day he learned his quota. By what time he went to sleep, he learned what he was supposed to learn. But just sometimes he would be koveya, his learning in the day, he would koveya it in the night. Comes from the road. Amazing He shouldn't pray for three days Because it takes three days For a person to Settle down To get peace of mind From the Torah haderich From the You know The 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 the, the, the um, Toil And traveling of the road So where do we know this from? The Gemara pasuk Ezra When the Jewish people He was bringing them back To the Beit HaMikdash It says Nahar Haba he says, I, He collected the Jewish people to the river over there that comes to the place called Ahaba. He says, We settled there for three days. Then the Pasuk says, And then I started to analyze the people. And the end of the Pasuk says, I tried to analyze who was there. Meaning, now waited three days before he started to analyze the group of people that was with him. What do you see from there? That three days of traveling, you can't concentrate still. Your mind is still not. Settled So therefore the same thing when it comes to filah Once you come back from a trip Of traveling on the road Three days you shouldn't pray Because you're not going to be able to have kavanah <laughs> Abud Shmuel The father of Shmuel when he would come from the road <laughs> He wouldn't be able to pray for three days <laughs> Shmuel could not pray in a house That they had beer Because the smell of the beer would get him drunk just the smell of the beer would get him drunk. رَبْتَطَى <laughs> لُمَتْفِي cannot pray in a house that they fried fish in the house. Because the smell of the fried fish was, uh, it caused them not to, to, to lose his kebara. Comes kebara now and talks about, again, the drinking of wine. Anybody that drinks and as a result of the drinking he's easily appeased meaning somebody did wrong to him after the guy drinks a little he says please I'm sorry nah, don't worry about it and the wine causes him to be loose exactly this guy is acting in the way of God why? if you remember when Noah came off the Teva, he brought a korban. He smelled the korban of Noah and then what does it say? and and the Gemaraq doesn't say, but I'm saying it outside. the God said, fine, he got appeased. Meaning the smell of the of the of the of the Quran of Noah appeased God. And remember we learned earlier that similar to uh, the Shmuel could not pray in the house that they had beer. Why? Because he said the smell of it was like drinking it. So therefore we're saying when God smelled the Qurban that's like drinking it. That's like drinking wine. So therefore, when God smelled the Qurban, what happened? He, ah, don't worry, I'm not gonna bring any more he got appeased. He's saying the same thing. When a guy drinks wine and he lets himself get appeased, you acting like Mariola, spit me down. Okay, what I says, Anybody can drink wine and he doesn't become he doesn't become confused, uh he doesn't um Meaning he drinks to make his heart happy, but he still has clarity of mind, doesn't lose himself. He has the way of the 70 rabbis of the Sanhedrin. How do we know this? Which means if you count the gematria of the word Ya'in, it's 70. Ya yud nun. Therefore, seventy connected Sanhedrin. Therefore, they're coming to say that if a person can hold his drink and he drinks a little, he still can have clarity of mind. He's like the rabbis of the Sanhedrin. Yay'in is seventy. Then the Gemara says, Furthermore, the word sod, which means secrets, is also Gemara seventy. Rab, Dalid. So the Gemara says that there's a connection between Yayin and sod. What's the connection? All the secrets of a person come out when he drinks the wine. However, when a person is, can hold his drink, the secrets don't come out because he's able to he doesn't lose himself. So either it's the seventies connected sod or the seventies connected avelim. The reason why wine was created? To console the mourners, to comfort them. Absolutely. Yeah, you give them a little to drink, it calms them down. It, it lays their... 12 cups of wine. Not, not yeah, but well, the custom is they do it. Yeah, but they still give them a little wine when they come back just to calm them down. And also to give reward to the Rishayim. Meaning God makes wine in this world so all the Rishayim go to parties and they drink themselves drunk and they have a great time in this world. Why? To take them away from the Olam To give them the reward in this world. give in Give drink to the Ovid to the guy that's going to lose. To lose what? Is His Olam Abba. And give wine to the person That is bitter Meaning the person that is Amar Kol Eno So the Gemara says like this Any house that does not have wine That's flowing like water His house does not have berakha It doesn't have berakhai. Meaning you have to be generous with the wine Not that the wine's spilling on the floor Meaning he pours the wine like water That's uh, one explanation Another explanation that says Is that even when wine spills on the floor by mistake He doesn't care He doesn't get upset about it So any house that does not have wine spilling or being poured like water He's not part of the Berachah. How do we know this? it says in Shemot <clears throat> It says God will bless your bread and your wine And your water I'm sorry Meimek has water So the wants to. What type of water are we talking about over here? So the Gabbard says Must be water that's similar to bread What do you mean water similar to bread? So the Gabbard says Ma lechem Shinikah bekeser ma'asir Just like the law is If you have money from ma'asir shini You have to buy food and eat it in Yerushalayim What type of food could you buy with it? Lechem, bread I mean ma'akal khashuv Af Ma'asid. So, to the ma'im that we're talking about in this pasuk is a type of water that you can buy using the money of ma'asid. And what is that? Umanihu yain. And the water of this pasuk is not water; it's yain. And the Gemara says mm-hmm. ve'kakari maim but the Torah calls yain ma'im to teach you in nishpa be'beto kamaim ikah Meaning, when is the berach? <laughs> Ameka meaning what? When the wine is being poured like mine then already but if not, Amar Rabbi Elai, Rabbi Elai said, madam nikal. That said that a person is recognized if he is a good person or not in three things, three tests. Mekoso. In his cup, how he holds his drink. Upki saw his pocket, how he transacts with people, is he honest? Umekaso, regarding his anger, if he can control his temper or not. The Omni then, some want to say also, apesahako, <coughs> the way he laughs then you have some people in public they laugh like uh, hyenas they make a big big noise over there so therefore it makes himself look like a idiot. he looks like a a fool so therefore you're also judged by that way that's the way the Abetz explains it in any event the Gemara now continues (coughs) now we go back to the laws of the (coughs) Erubin Amar, Rav Yehuda, Amar, Rav Rav Yehuda says in the name of Rav Yisrael v'nukhri the V'Yisrael b'hitsonah Okay, we have a picture of this in your picture books Benny, could you bring me the picture books so I can give them the number It is in your art scroll Gemariyot as well In the picture books, it is going to be Picture number 231 Okay, basically, what are we seeing in the picture over here? We have two chaserot back to back from each other Got it? 231 Okay, so you have two chaserot back to back to each other In the back chaser, you have a Goy living And a Jew living And in the front chaser, you just have a Yisrael Okay, now the only way that the guys in the back chaser can come out into the Mavuya or the Shutrabi, they have to walk through the front chaser. Okay? So come to Gibran says, We start again. Israel <clears throat> If you have a Jew and a gentile they're in the inner chaser. The Israel and I have a Israel living in the outer chaser. Okay? Ba B. So this question came in front of Rabbi The Asar And he was Osser. What does it mean he was Oser. He said that the house The people living in the outer Hasir They will not be allowed to carry in the Hasir Which means They are going to have to rent the rights of the Nukhri Meaning, it seems at this point, since the Nukhri can only come through the Hatser, the front, we consider him as if he is in the front Hatser. Now, if you have a Jew and a Nukhri in the front haser, at least according to the Bimi'ir of the Mishnah, you have one in one, you have to deal with him. So, therefore, at this point, we're thinking that the reason why the B was Oser, the front, was because the rights that he has to walk through it. Now, Demaraj says as well Ve'lifnir bi'khiyah ve'asad and the case was also born in front of Ravkhiyah and he also was osed. now we're going to analyze Yatuv rabav rabi Yosef bishilheh perked Ravshishat Rabav rabi Yosef stayed at the end bishilheh is the end of the shi'ul and they stayed at the end of the Ravshishat they wanted to discuss something Ve'yativ Ravshishat de'kamar Ravshishat sat and said Keman amaran Rav lishma'teh <coughs> According to which Tana did Rav say his deen? Meaning, we had a mahaloka in the Mishnah, going between Nabi Meir and Nabi Iza bin Yaakov. Right? Is it one one Jew and one goy? Or do you need two Jews and one goy? So the Gemara what I want. So this case of Rav, <coughs> that he said the front chasir is Asur. Which rabbi was he going like? Kiribi Meir. So must be going like the Meir. And what's the logic? The logic is, since the goy, the only way to get out, he has to walk through the front Hasir. So it's considered as if he dwells in the front Hasir. Therefore, you have one Jew and one Goy. So therefore, even if you're making Airuf, it's not going to help because you have to rent his rights in order to be mutar. So that's what Rav understood. That's going to be mi'ir. So the Gemara says, "Kirkesh Raba Resheh. nodded his head. Meaning he told Rav Sheshat, you're right. It's uh, following uh, the opinion of, to be, me'ir. Kavs says, Amar of Yosef, Gabriel, Rabbeek Rabbanan, Two great rabbis, two great people like these rabbis, meaning Ravah and Rav Sheshat, They just made a mistake on this item, I mean, They think this is going like to be Meir, if it's going like the bimi'ir, Which means, wouldn't you have to give a case where there's a Yisrael in the outer chaser? Meaning, according to the bimi'ir, even without this Yisrael, for the fact that in the back chaser, you have a Jew and a Goy, it's a suah just for that. You didn't have to give a case of a guy in the front. The, the case is as soon already just from the guys in the back because it's one resident of a Jew and one resident of a Goy. So the Rebbeinah says, What do you mean? That was the case. Meaning what do you want? They were discussing a certain scenario. That, that was the scenario. I mean, you're right. The Mebihid really holds even if there was no Jew in the front, But that was the case. So what do you want? You have to rule on the case. Rebbeinah said, it can't be. Why? because we know for a fact the students asked bim mahu. which means they asked them like this bim they asked them like this what is the deen of the Israel that's living in the inner one we I mean, only discussed that the Israel and the outer one is Asur. so they said Rabbi what about the Israel that is in the Inner one. le'en mutar. And he told them, mutar. So he, now, if it's going according to the bi there's no way that he could say it's mutar, because the inner guy is asur. Because it's one Yisrael living with one go, he has to buy his rights. So he's telling it from the fact that he told them the inner guy is mutar. So therefore, we see clearly, he cannot be going like the be miir Exactly. So he was only Osir, the outer. Now, what's the logic? I'll explain you the logic. Must be he's going like it be the Ezer bin Yaakov. Why? Because since both the Israel and the Nukhri, the only way they can get out of their back Hasir is to walk through the front Hasir. So in the front Hasid is as if you have two Jews and one goy. That's exactly the case that Abid Ezer ibn Yaakov was Osir. So therefore must be going like that shitah. So the Kibberah says, What? So What? You want to say that the statement of Rav was going like the Bileh That's why he was on say the front Jew? Because he's considered two Jews and a Goy? Kibberah says, Ha'amar ad shiyu shnei yisraelim oslim ze It's a very important point. When did the Bileh bin Yaakov say his deen that you need two Jews? Meaning, if the two Jews are living in the same Hased, meaning, if they were alone, the two Jews are osir each other. Because two Jews living in a chaser, you have to make a, a roof. Then, if there's a goy, they're going to have to deal with him. But in this case over here, the two Jews, they're in separate Haserot. Meaning, not today, there was no goy over here. One Jew living in outer Hased, one Jew living in the inner Hased, according to the Gemara, which we we'll learn later on, they do not osir each other since they are in separate chaserot. So in this case, Ezra and Yaakov doesn't consider it two Jews and a goy. When does he say two Jews and a goy is a problem? That's only when the two Jews alone would osir each other, meaning they're living together in the Haser. then the goy poses a problem. But in this case over here, since the Jews are in separate chaserot, they don't osir each other, so the goy is not going to affect them. So come and Yaakov. What's going on over here? So comes the Gebronel and says إِلَىٰ Oh, So the Gebron says we have to introduce over here a new opinion of Rabbi Akiva. Now we really discussed this mahluk in Rabbi Akiva and HaKarim on a previous daf. Let's review. Rabbi Akiva she does like this. If you have, let's say, two Hasidot that are back to back. Okay? So Rabbi Akiva's opinion is as follows. He says, the back hasid only has exit through the front hasid. Okay? So the deen is like this. According to Rabbi Akiva, if let's say the guys in the back hasid have rights to walk through the front hasid, so Rabbi Akiva holds, they are considered as if they are in the front. And therefore they are the front hasid until they are part of the shituf. Meaning until they actually join in the Ayrub of the front, so that's Rabbi the is The says the guys in the back are osir the guys in the front because since they walk through that the so they put have the ability to osir. Now the Haidush is that the rabbis also agree and say that the guys in the back, if they walk through the front, they can osir. However that's only in the case where the people in the Hadsed in the back are osed, are asud, meaning they didn't make an aduv on themselves She's in they all like this somebody that's asud where he is has the ability to osed in the chaser in front but if where he is it's mutar for him to carry, for example, they made an aduv in the back they do not osed the front, that's haqamin whereas Ebi it doesn't matter whether he's Mutar or Asur where he is, the guy in the back can always say the Hasid in the front. Okay, so that is the... Correct, which means, again, let's review. Abiyakimah, what? Diri meaning, the guys in the back said that walk through the front Hasid, or say the front said meaning, that they're going to have to be part of the Eruf, if they want to carry, meaning... Even though he doesn't live with them But since he walks through We consider as if he lives with them And therefore if they want to carry in the chaser They're going to have to join him Even though, Rabbi Akira will say Even if he's mutar to carry where he is I mean, even if he was permissible to carry in his said Since he has rights to walk into the front chaser He's said Whereas Rabbanan said, you know, he's only osir in the front chaser If in the back, exactly If he's as to carry in his So now we're going to apply that to this mahluk over here. The Gebron says, Ela bimkoma. <clears throat> even the leg that is permissible where it is meaning even if the guy's mutar where he is in the back has or he's still or meaning in the front when he walks out and therefore in this case over here, these guys in the back. Which means, this Yisrael, let's look at this Yisrael in the back, right? He has rights to walk to the front, correct? So since he has rights to walk to the front, so therefore the guy in the front, has to deal with this Yisrael now. So therefore it's as if you have two Yisraelim, right? They osir on each other. And therefore the goy now is also considered in the front because he walks out. So it's two Yisraelim and a goy. I review, which means, according to Rabbi Akiba, it comes out that what? It is two Yisraelim that are all sitting on each other. We realize I tell you that B'l-A'ezim Yaakov is the author of the statement. We asked the question, nee, but they on each other. No, they are all sitting on each other. How? The Israel in the back yeah he is considered as if he is in the front right because he has the reset regel he's able to walk through and since he's able to walk through we are going to consider it as if he's in the front they have two yisraelim plus the goy is considered also as if he's in the front so if it's two yisraelim that are each other with the goy therefore it's as soon until they rent his uh, property comes the Geburon continues lama <laughs> says if that's what you wanted to show me, the shitav Rabbi akiva, what do you need a case of a nukli in the back haser for? Just keep one Jew in the back, one Jew in the front, and make your point. Your point is, that even though the Jew can carry in the back himself, but since he has rights to walk in the front, now it's two Jews in the front, you need a roof. I mean, what are you throwing in the case of the goy in the back for? It's not necessary if you want to prove me shitat. Rabbi akiva. Even if only the Jew was in the back chaser It would still be the same deen So the Gemara says Final answer Really it's like we explained It's following the B'lazib and Yaakov Shita Meaning you need two Yisraelim and a Goy And it's following the B'yakiba That what? That the derisat regel of the guys in the back Even though they're mutar They're oser, the guys in the front and what are we talking about over here? Why you had to give the case of the Goy? The case over here is talking about where the two Jews themselves made an Eruv amongst themselves. So if it was just from the Jew standpoint, we're good. We made an Eruv. So yeah, consider me walking into your Hatsayah, no problem. I made a network with him. So who's ruining it now? Yeah. The Goy. That's why we gave the case of the Goy. Mm-hmm. And that's what the Gibraltar says. So the only reason why it's a su now is because there is a nukhri Right? And then he has the regel And if he ruins the the front. But if there was no uh nohri in the inner Hatzer, so therefore, there would be no problem with the outer, because the dirisab, the regel of the of the says no problem because they made an with each other. So therefore, the goy case was. That's why you need the case of the goy. Comes again. I ask another question now. Rabbi the Azer now asked a question from Rav, someone who learned that. That's a be in Hazar. Okay. Opposite case. I think that's the uh oh, not yet. Yisrael Benohri Bekitzona or Yisrael be Penimit Mao. Right? It's the opposite case. You have the Jew and the Israel in the front. I'm sorry, the Jew and the Goy. The right? Jew Jew and Goy in the front and you have the Jew alone, another resident in the back. Right? So again what I want to know, what is the uh, Dean over here. Now again, if you're going like the the Aizir Ben Yaakov, well, the issue is going to be when the guy's in the front, it's a Jew and a goy. Well, they're alone, there's nothing. The issue is the guy in the back, he has rights to walk through. So he could ruin it now. So that's going to be the whole uh, discussion over here. So the Qibarah says like this. Qibarah says, Which means in the last case, the reason why we said that it's Asur is because it is prevalent. Meaning it's prevalent for Jews to live like that. Meaning that you have a Jew and a Goy in the back, Hasid and a Jew in the front, Haser. That's a prevalent case. Why is it a common case? Demirtat nohri. Because the Goy is going to be scared to kill the Jew. Why? He's living alone with the Jew in the back. No, he's living alone with him in the back, and there's one Jew in the front. Why is he going to be scared to kill the guy in the back? So look at what I said. Because the guy from the front is going to come to the back, Hasid, and ask me, You can ask him, where's the, where's the Jew? And he knows he's not going to be able to answer him. Because if he's going to tell him he left, the Jew's going to say, what do you mean? If he left, I would have seen him. I'm in the front, Hasid, I know everybody's coming in and out. So therefore, in such a case... It's a common prevalent case that people they have to remember. Why are we saying prevalent or not prevalent? Because if you remember the B'liad of Yaakov only makes his Gezerah in cases that are Shia. Which means, if you remember the whole reason why the B'liad of Yaakov said when a Jew is living alone with a Goy in a Hasid, you don't need to rent his part because it's not normal, it's not prevalent, it's not a common case because a Jew will not live alone with a Goy. He only gives cases where it's normal. So therefore this would be a normal case. When you have the Jew and the goy living in the back, and the Jew in the front. Then, since the goy scared to kill because he'll get caught, so then already it's a normal case. so the is going to be mahmid what? Since you go like be Akiba that says, so therefore it's considered two Yisraelim in the front with the goy, so you're going to have to rent this. But, but yeah, that's the point, that's the question But in this case, it's the opposite case Meaning you have the Jew and the guy in the front So he says in this case over here He'll say to the Jew Meaning, well, right when the Jew walks in from the back house And says, hey, where's my friend the Jew? He so he left, he walked out And the guy can't say, well, I didn't see him Of course you didn't see him Because you're in the back house So meaning, in this case, maybe Jews will not live like this Because it's dangerous because the Goy is not scared to kill in this case Because the Goy knows he can get away with it Or or maybe not Or maybe you say Here also he's scared, you know why? This Samar maybe as I'm killing the Jew The guy from the back is going to come in and see me So therefore we want to know in this, is this case considered A normal case Where the Bili Azim Yaakov is going to be gozer They have to rent from the Goy or not? So it comes Quran and says, Amar leh, answered this question and said, Ten hacham od. Which means, just like the nukhri, is oser in the first case, when he's living in the inner Hasir, he's also oser when he's in the back. Which means, it is a common scenario to live like that. Why? Because the guy is really going to be scared to kill here also because he's going to be worried that when he's in the middle of murdering the hagah is going to walk out from the back hasid and he's going to see him so you know both cases are asud <laughs> so tell <laughs> the the what I told you in the first answer <laughs> the same thing in the second now we give a few more scenarios the <laughs> shtakish oh, we have a case to enjoy this case, we look at the pictures again. We'll explain it according to one of the interpretations of Rashi at picture two thirty two. Basically, what you have is a haser. You have two Yisraelim dwelling in the haser. Okay. You also have a pundak. Pundak is a like a hotel, okay, an inn where the rabbis went to stay, and you also have a area of a Nukhri ok now the way that she learns the case is this nohri we'll call him the landlord he rented his house to a tenant also a goy ok very good the tenant was not there for Shabbat oh, now the tenant is not there for Shabbat good the goy is not there we just make a roof amongst ourselves we're good problem was who was there for Shabbat the landlord now it's a tricky case because the landlord's there but he's not the legal he's not the legal tenant now so we have to see exactly uh he's what? He's not Jewish so maybe could you rent from him so we have to see how it works. Yeah, he's but he's not the actual guy. He's the he's, he's, he's the landlord. But but he's not the landlord. I mean, he's, now, he's, he's he, rented he rented it out. He rented out already. <laughs> so could you could could, could you rent the from the landlord or rent he's it not out to somebody else? He's exactly. Not, not the, right. So that's the coming out question. Comes again. Let's read the story. <laughs> he, came, he came to this inn. <laughs> the socher, meaning the tenant, guy, was not there. The maskir. The maskir would mean the landlord was there. So they asked the rabbi, they asked the shakish. Listen, can we? We know we can't carry this Hasid unless we rent the helik of the goy. Can we rent from this guy? So the gemara says. Uh, they, 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 they explain their question. If the Landlord doesn't have rights to throw out this tenant. There's no question. Uh, of course, you cannot rent from him. Lease. He has a lease, meaning uh, he's not the guy. You can't uh, rent it from him. out, But the question is going to be in a case where he doesn't have a lease, where the guy could throw this guy out at any time. So therefore, my kivan since he could throw him out, Therefore, you are allowed to rent it from him. They will be able to carry in the hasid or Bottom line: now he didn't, he didn't throw him out yet. Right. So, so how do you okay, judge it? it left while he was still that's there. another story. But here, no retreat. Right, the tenant know, is still. Okay, right, exactly, exactly. The tenant is still there. I mean, he left the hasid for the shabbat, but he still has rights. So he that was, was a victim, victim, but he didn't, victim now. He didn't he evict him yet. He didn't evict him yet. He didn't evict him yet. Right. So that's the two sides of the question. Since he can, uh, if if he can evict him, no Shayla you, you can't, can't carry. Finish. You're stuck. The sheela is going to be. You had no lease. If you right. Right. The, the, the sheela is going to be is if he has no lease. Good. So you can throw him out no at any time. Do we say since he can throw him any time? Therefore, you can uh, rent it from the landlord that's there, or do you say no? Since he didn't evict him yet, you cannot. That is the question. So comes the government answers. the Rent it from him. And after we we'll ask later, when we get to the rabbis in the south. We we'll ask later, and she says, "What do you mean? How do you do that? He, uh, first, you 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 rent, and then you ask." So the she says he was really telling him since holding his insulting is eruv, eruv is drabanan. So make drabanan the kulah. It can be lenient. Atu shenun the rabbi yafes. In the end, they went to ask the first the sheela. Hava lehem yafes. He tells me he did good. That you rented, that's fine. Okay, now we go to one last case. Again they came to a certain inn. Oh, the guy goy who was the owner of the uh Fundak uh, that lived there, uh, he showed up in the middle of Shabbat. The way that she learns the cases, before Shabbat it was just Jews in the Hasir. They made Iruv amongst themselves, beautiful, they can carry in the Hatsir, now all of a sudden the Goy comes back, now it's a middle of Shabbat, now the deen is once the Goy is there, so first of all the Iruv that they did is out, because the goy's is the only way now that they can really uh, uh, become good again, is they have to rent from the, 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 Goy. From the Goy, right? Uh, he's the owner of the. Inn. He's the Goy who owns the. Inn. Right. So now they rent. So, so 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 he's the owner now. Exactly. So what do they do? No. So the rabbi said like this: The amnu ma'udemegar mina. Could we rent now on Shabbat from the goy? Uh, they needed to know the uh the case over here. So like you have iruv, you have to join the eruv before uh, Shabbat. See, they made an eruv amongst themselves before Shabbat, once the goy comes back, the eruv becomes nullified. Now, now it's Shabbat. So can you, can you rent it on Shabbat? that. Can we rent from him on Shabbat. Now, what's it gonna help? Let me ask you a question. What's it gonna help? Even if they can rent it, there's no aruv amongst them now. Which is, when we say renting works of the go, it means you make an aruv amongst yourself, plus you have to, because there's Jews there too, you have to make an aruv amongst yourself, and you, you, you got the goi's property. So the explanation is over here, what they were going to do is as follows. They were going to rent from the goy. They wanted to know if they could do that. Then, the rest of the Jews would relinquish their rights to one guy. That you can do. Now, what would you gain in that case? Well, at least that one guy could carry in and out. And therefore, you helped one guy. And they themselves would be able to carry things that are in the Hasid uh, already. So that was the plan. The plan was, if they were allowed to do sekirut on Shabbat, they'll rent. From the Goy That's there That came on Shabbat And one guy will relinquish to everybody else And now at least that one guy can carry anywhere and everybody else has limited carrying They have to relinquish to to Yeah, to one guy Because w- w- why we have to say this that she says Because if you don't say relinquishing There's no Iruv over there once so, the came, Yeah, once the Goy came The Ayruv is batal So now what? You, you rented from the Goy Big deal So now the Goy is part of you But you, none of you guys did the Ayruv. But well, you can't make an Iruv on Shabbat Oh, you can't make an Iruv Because the has to be done from before Shabbat. Oh, so you're stuck. No, but you can relinquish on Shabbat. So therefore, that was the Shaykh. Will we relinquish, but can we rent? So the Gemara said, what, what, what's the, really the question? So the Gemara explains, So kim Do we consider renting like making an aruf? And therefore, just like to make the aroof, it has to be done before Shabbat, so too the renting has to be done before Shabbat. Or do we say Odelma oh, Soher Kim Bateil Reshoot the Damim? You know Soher Renting is like relinquishing your Reshoot. Yeah. And Mam Bateil Reshoot I feel it be Shabbat, just like you can relinquish your Reshoot on Shabbat. Also, can I feel Shabbat? So too, you can rent on Shabbat, and so, that was the Shema. Now, Hanina Bar Yosef Amar Niskor. Hanina Bar Yosef said, "Let him rent." The Rabbi asked, "Amar, No not score." The Rabbi says, "No, don't rent." Amar Lehu Raphaya Bar Abba zaken We can rely on the words of the hacham, the old rabbi. I your the opinion of Hanan Bar Yosef and rent So they went after the answer of Yochanan. Amad laen yafeh hasitim You did good that you rented the property. Now again, was not enough for you to rent the property. Of course, they also had to mevatel because the hanuv was meva. Uh, Tailed because the guy came back. Now, I want to point out that the Mephashim explained, how do you rent on Shabbat? Well, what do you mean? How do you, obviously, you cannot rent with money. So, therefore, the Mephashim explained, it's the way you give the Goy, let's say, some food. And you tell the Goy, with this food, we have a halik in your place. Or you can even tell him, we have a in your place, and after Shabbat, we'll uh, we'll settle. So, that's the way you can make the sechirut. Baruch amen.